Welcome to the Books and Black Coffee Podcast. With your hosts, T and V. We're so excited to be here with you today. We've got something special to share with you. Um, how long have we been waiting, V? About three months. Mm-hmm. When did we first come up with the idea? Do you remember? It was World Book Day this year. Uh, we, we decided to go for some coffee mm. just to celebrate and just talk about what, we'd reading, what we were reading at the time. And we were on. The, we went in the car talking about a lot of different things, as always. But something came up, and we were talking about how I think it's something that that best describes your life, which is books and black coffee. Yeah. Those are your two favorite yeah. things. And you know what? I just said it as a joke, like that would be a dope podcast name. And T was like, "No, like seriously, you down for this?" <laughs> so we got to the cafe that day, and immediately we started planning. Just mm. like a few outlines, ideas, books that we've read that we would love to cover on the podcast. Yeah, and I think part of the reason why we thought it would be such a good idea is I think a lot of the stuff that we've talked about in the past and that we always talk about would be really cool that we thought we wanted to share with other people, you know, that people that might not have time or might not even ever find out about the types of books that we, we're into or that we read. Why is it important for a podcast like this to be around right now? It's probably the value that we have to bring and make you feel at home, give you another home for bookworm and non-bookworms because some of you may come to find that you gain value from our podcast without picking up a book. And we're here for you too, no judgments. Um, We're also here for the seasoned bookworm who has a TBR list acting as if their lives are immortal. Uh, The list grows longer and longer every day. We're here for you, too. And it's just creating a safe space where you know that you have access to another perspective that is not limited, that is not open to discussion. You got anything? The more you know about the world in which you live and how it works and why things are the way they are and having the ability to have an imagination to take you and imagine a different world than the one that we're in I think is something you get from books to share our love of books in a way that is accessible to as many people as possible this podcast offers a kind of condensed form or a concentrated form of some of the messages that the, our favourite books or just different books that we've read offer us um, story and the message of a book has the power to transcend time altogether and carry messages in a bottle for future generations. When we don't have the feet to walk with, yeah, we almost have the power in the coffee sessions that we have with our greatest thinkers and creative minds each morning, each evening, whenever we decide to sit down and read, and it gives us almost like the super juice the power up in order for us to navigate this world through the things that make us feel powerless. We almost have like that shield or that artillery necessary to take on each day, each week, each trending topic in the news or current events and gives us the ability to carry on. Yeah. And I think another thing, I'm sure we've spoken about this before. We'll say this a lot because we've spoken about a bunch of things before, but Also, I feel like there's, when it comes to books and reading, there's this notion that you're born intelligent or that you're born liking books or whatever. But 
actually, I think a lot of the, our favorite authors and the writers that we love so much have only got there through reading books. They didn't. They didn't come out there in the mother's womb writing pads and things, right? Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like already loving reading books. It's a. It's a skill, and it needs practice, right? And by reading other people's, it unlocks in you that imagination that we're talking about and that other side of you that just lays dormant until you feed it. Mm-hmm. We almost opened a new level on that Super Mario. <laughs> I remember the first time we met. Don't remember how we properly start, started talking. We used to say what's up and we used to mm-hmm. say hey, but what was, what was it that we first noticed about each other that we were like, oh damn, we start talking and having proper conversations? Because I remember even when we first started talking, we used to talk about some some real out there stuff as complete strangers. I think one thing that sticks with me that you said was you felt comfortable talking to me because you could feel a light around me. Mm-hmm. And that made you feel comfortable that this is somebody I can talk to like on a level, uh, cerebrally. And I never once questioned the depth of how deep your conversations and your questions where I just I guess I took joy in allowing my mind to be stretched by the things that you asked and you said and I think once you go on to those levels of conversation there is no figuring out what the start and the beginning is because we're just flowing we're just talking we're looking at life from angles and perspectives that when I say the common man doesn't give himself enough time and privilege to Mm -hmm. ponder. Yeah. But I think one of the main points that connected us at first was music. Yeah, 100%. I remember how many different tracks we used to talk Mm -hmm. about. Like, yo, yo, V, have you heard this track? Yeah, yeah. And even some of like the older stuff stuff too. And it's just like, it's just so crazy how diverse our listening Mm -hmm habits are yeah and what we listen to and i know you added some things to my playlist i yeah. added some things to your playlist <laughs> you introduced me to some folks i don't usually listen to or don't know and i did the same for you yeah and i think it's interesting isn't it because the songs and the lyrics are what we listen to but i mean that also obviously transfers to our love of books and literature as well right mm-hmm. there's something special in words yeah and I remember uh, reading Finding Your Way Home and that oh, Erica yeah. Badu lyric meant so much different, something yeah. totally different to us, which is, I have a home. I take it with me everywhere I go. That's on the it was like, light. snap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I guess it, it felt, it's exactly like we said, it, it, felt, it felt real natural and real good that we wanted to share it with people because I think some of the conversations that we have are things that, Deep down, I think people think about or perhaps in those every few often quiet moments that you get, you give yourself time and space to think about something bigger than you or what you're going through. But, I mean, in the world we live in, most of us are busy trying to do things that we need to survive, right? And we don't give ourselves the opportunity to think. We're too afraid to share those things with people and explore. And I guess that's why this podcast is so important to both of us is... We want to welcome you into our world of thought, our exploration of philosophy, literature, music, 
And we may have a few episodes where we explore one of those questions that, you know, have been on our minds and maybe on your your minds too. And you like, snap, somebody who gets it, like somebody who thinks of this too. Like, I'm not weird. I'm not by myself. So hopefully this podcast will be things that we learn together, things that we explore together, and the opportunity for you guys to um, engage with that too. We've agreed that a person's value is their uniqueness, isn't it? Every single human has had a different experience. And I think two people can read the same books, and this happens to us all the time. Two people read the same books and we take away, a lot of the time we take away very similar things, right? But even from the same text and the same words used, we can get totally different views and perspectives because of our lives before. So do you remember when you first fell in love with Books V? And also, why do you think books are important? I'm going to say books are important because they offer us an escape as readers to go to places that we wouldn't be able to go by ourselves. I think they're... There are worlds beyond our neighborhoods, our rooms, and our worlds that enable us to see life from a different perspective. They're the download of either a man's consciousness or a man's creativity. And I'm not saying a man cannot have creativity in his consciousness, but there are some texts that will expose a man's consciousness and show you the beauty and give you a way to travel with that consciousness and gain some new things. And there's also the side of it that gives you exposure to consciousness it helps your imagination you get attached to characters you get attached to themes you get attached to life in ways that may not necessarily be realistic in this time space reality that we're in but you can allow yourself to feel the reality of that in that set time whether it's 300 200 150 pages and just see life from a different perspective um The first time I remembered reading was a kid. I had this Disney collection. Uh, There was Aladdin in there. There was Beauty and the Beast. Uh, There was Bambi. And it was just the beauty of these pictures and these words and the story within them that I guess it just helped me to build my imagination and just grow as a little person. and I think that's that developed my whole love for books and the visual representation of those books in movie format. Yeah, I feel you. And a lot of the reasons that you said as well are, are what I remember from my first memories of books. I think I was a late bloomer compared to most people. Well, I don't know to be a bookworm. What is a late bloomer? <laughs> a bookworm is a bookworm. Yeah, okay. I think I got bitten by the bookworm when I was about 16, 17. Um, and I think the two books that really that really hit home for me and made me feel and understand the the power with words is um, Frankenstein by Mary Shelley and um, Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. And I think the the way they're both written are so vivid and so moving that you go through it with the characters too. It's the first books that I ever remember going through the emotion and thinking, "Damn, there's pain in these books," you know, "There's pain in these words." Um, I think ever since then, I've been hungry to just read everything and anything. Um, Because exactly like you say, there's lessons that they're free to learn. You don't have to go through it yourself. You know, they're absolutely free lessons. And the more lessons you get about what other people have done and experienced and lived through, it makes you realise that you're not alone. 
I think it's really empowering in that, knowing that you're not you're not going through anything alone. There's always advice in the pages if you're if you're open to receiving it. I agree with that absolutely. All right, V, I've got a question for you. When was the moment that you realized you were a bookworm? There's a book in every bag I got <laughs> when I'm going out. And I be minding my business going someplace, but somehow I see a bookstore, I enter the bookstore, I go buy nothing, lies. I walk out with at least three books. I realize 100% I'm a bookworm because every time I tell myself I'm going to enter a bookshop or just go take a look, I end up coming up with more books. Even if I try to leave my card at home. Well, didn't we try that once? I was like, yo, V, I'm going to give you my card. Don't let me buy nothing. And I still ended up coming back with books. No, but you see, that time you admitted that you wouldn't <laughs> give me the card, that you was going to go there anywhere and get you some books. But an additional bookworm confirmation is going to the library saying you're looking for one book and leaving with nine. I am guilty. Mm-hmm. The TBR list never, ever gets shorter. After no. a point... You can't keep up with the amount that you add onto your TBR, right? No. We're immortal. We just want you to know. <laughs> That's how come the TBR list is as long as it is. You're going to need to be to read all these books. So here's a little fictional situation. There's a house fire. You have enough time to grab three books. What you taking, T? All right. I don't know when the next time I want to be able to get to a bookshop is. So I'm going to take three of the books that I think are the most timeless that I can use at any point in my life. So, Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. You know how much that book moved me when Absolutely. I read it. I think I read it twice and listened to the audiobook. Anyway, um, The Awakening of Intelligence by Krishnamurti and uh, Paolo Coelho, The Alchemist. And I think those three books, in any situation, are enough to ground you or help you feel less alone in the bigger picture. How about you, V? Which three are you taking? I think my three are based on what they'll do for me after the trauma of a house fire. Yeah. And I think they'll, I think, be sources of healing for me. And just seeing the tragedy of humanity, but also the ability to rebuild and come out of it. And my three would be Your Silence Will Not Protect You by Audre Lorde. Uh, the Native Son by Richard Wright, and The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Yes. Just like you. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you hang with a philosopher and a poet. It's good times. We explore, we learn, we leave with so much more. And this is just a snippet into what you'll get the opportunity to vibe with, listen to, work out to, and as time goes on, and you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast at. So whether that's Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can probably find us there. Thank you for listening in. And we'll catch you next time on the Books and Black Coffee podcast. Peace.